And I told our players, you need to be more like a dog. I'm a man. I'm 40. You know, it's a dog-eat-dog world, and they fit you with a big old nice pair of milk bone underwear. I'm going to come right back at them. You never see a team play harder than we will the rest of this season. God bless. What's up, everyone? Welcome to the Fantasy Guides podcast brought to you by ShopFantasyGuides.com. This is our Wednesday Devi Rookie Watch update edition of the pod where we jump on and we talk a little bit of college football. We quiz Steven on on who these mascots are, and we check on the Iowa Hawkeyes nepotism (laughs) situation. Uh, Steven, I do have an update for you, but before I jump into it, oh, I can't wait! I've got my, I, I actually threw it away for forgetting that I wanted to track. Oh this. no, you got to keep, you got to keep your notes yeah. so you can keep track of the points per game. But I did have a uh, a soundbite from Brian Ference, and again, just if you're new to the pod, uh, Kirk Ference's son is the offensive coordinator for Iowa. He's one of the worst offensive coordinators in the nation, and they have written into his contract. This has never happened in the history of college football that he has to score over 24 points per game or he will be fired at the end of the season. So we are watching, you know, every week we're keeping track of this. We're starting with this, but, but Steven, I got, I got to play for you. We had Brian Ference on, on, uh, I don't, I don't know where he was at. Let's, let's just hear the soundbite here, Casey. You all have had fun with this 25 point obsession and I get it. I do. <laughs> I am having fun. But if I'm not mistaken, we just dropped 41 on Saturday. So Maybe it's time to grab a hold of your little step ladders and go ahead and climb out of my ass for a while. <laughs> you know what? They don't use language like that in Iowa very frequently. Uh, so here's the deal. That is fake. Somebody made it with uh, AI. But I have to show. They made a video. There's a video. Looks, dude. I told you, you got to embrace AI. It's taking over. Dude, I am, I am scared. Like, I, I am scared. I was laughing so hard when I saw that. And I was just, I showed it to my wife. I was like, I can't wait to play this for Steven. Oh, and then man. I, and then I saw a thing with Pat McAfee on his show where they were just cracking up about it. And then he goes, but it's not real. Somebody made this using AI. And it, it just boggles my mind. It, it looks so real. Doesn't it Casey? I don't know. Oh, it- I, there's no way you could tell me, especially because you're looking. You're usually looking at a phone, right? There's right. no way to tell. Oh, that's not real. It looks. Wow. Ju- it looks like him saying the words in front that's of an crazy. Iowa thing. It was crazy. I was laughing so hard because I was just like, "Oh my god, how how could he say that?" So, anyway, we'll kick it off with Iowa was at Penn State, and um, I told my my fans out there they need to take the under in this game, under forty points. And uh, that was a good call because Iowa lost that game. And uh, I had it pulled up. And now here I have to go here. Um, 31 to 0. So Ooh, there what? you go, Steven. 31 oh to 0. Oh, my God. I'm Penn State beat Iowa. Yep. So for those of you keeping score at home, we had 24 points, 20, and 41, which put them at that put them at a 28.3 point average. And then still, after hold, a hold on, I'm shutout, doing, I'm still doing my math. <laughs> Steven, I already did the math for you. I'm trying oh, to tell what you what's it? happening. Oh, what was it? Well, you can do the math too. Do you want, you want to do the math? No, just you what know? was it? What are we at? Well, you know, with the shutout, we're down to 21.25 points oh, now. God. So it's not, not looking good. No, that now, now here's my question. So Kurt's not getting fired. Just the sun. 
It's just the sun. Yes. Yeah. Because I, but Kirk, I, listening it, back, listening back at it, I thought, I, I thought you were thinking maybe Kirk Ferentz was going to be fired. Too. I was. I was no, actually getting a little excited about that. Well, he's a legend. He gets to decide he when he goes out, and he's such a legend that he can keep his son on. Listen to some of the stats from this game, Stephen. The uh, Cade McNamara, who's a transfer quarterback that helped Michigan uh, to a Big Ten championship. He was five for 14 passing for 42 yards. Mm. That was Mm. their total passing yards. Um, They had four first downs on the entire game. They had 76 total yards of offense. Now, wow. Now, Jesse, let me ask you this. For college football, would you say that he has to average 24 points per game? Over 24. So So 25 points per game, let's just say. Yeah, Uh, (laughs) 24.1. Yeah. So is that hard to do in college football or is that pretty easy? Because that seems like a lot, actually. I don't. I mean, I think what the I think part of what they built would be a lot for the NFL. I think the whole thing that they built this concept on is, you know, he was his offense was 131 out of 132 teams last year. Like they need to show improvement. He needs to show improvement. He needs to prove that he's not just there because his dad is there. Um, That's why I thought that soundbite was so funny, you know, because people are tracking that and people are so upset at him, but it's not real. This is the same, same team that put up nine points against the Jackrabbits last year. (laughs) Yeah. Same team. (laughs) They were 131st. Get out of here. Now, Now that's that's your national championship winning Jackrabbits, Casey. So (laughs) not careful. You get out, get out of their ass, Case. That's well, right. now, <laughs> grab your ladder. I want to know: Does Kurt has Kurt has to do the firing? Is this like one of those old yeller things where it's like <laughs> he's forced, like they, like 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 management just says, oh, "Kurt, you will leave it to you," and they all leave, and then he's like, "Got to put his son down." I don't, I don't know, man. No, it's more know. like Game of Thrones where he has to walk through the streets of Iowa with his clothes off. Shame. Oh, shame, 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 shame! And I could tell he has you, to walk I, backwards through a cornfield. I've walked through those fields of Iowa, and there's a lot of Hawkeye banners and and flags and decals on pretty much every house. So there'd be a lot of people out to witness that. Oh man, they got to be so pissed though. All right, mm-hmm. jumping into the biggest games of the weekend, um, Ohio State and Notre Dame was probably the number one game. Well, not probably; it was the number one game. Um, I thought Notre Dame could win this game. They had, they were given Notre Dame three points at home and I just felt like they had the better quarterback, the better situation. I think Sam Hartman is the real deal. Uh, I think he's going to be an NFL starting quarterback someday. And I don't think that the Kyle McCord, the quarterback at Ohio state, I don't think he's NFL material. So, but Ohio state ran the ball in with, uh, two seconds left in the game scored with actually I think it was one second on the clock they ended up winning 17 to 14 so that's a push because uh, I said to take Notre Dame in the three points um Trevion Henderson I I he's he's one of my top three backs I think coming into this next draft class uh running back from Ohio State 14 carries 104 yards and a touchdown he looks really good Marvin Harrison had what looked like kind of a ankle ankle twist ankle sprain in this game he, he stayed in the game um, and then Emeka Egbuka is, uh, the other wide receiver for Ohio state that I've seen mentioned as a first rounder. I don't think he's as good as the Ohio state receive, you know, maybe it's not saying that much that he's like the sixth best Ohio state wide receiver, 
over the last three years because everyone else has become a superstar. Uh, but I still, I just don't think he's as good as people have made him out to be. Um, I'm getting more excited about players like Keon Coleman and Malik neighbors personally. Any questions about that one, Steven? Oh, no, I'm just, I'm just soaking it all in. The Notre right. Dame quarterback, he does pass the face test, but he is getting into Garoppolo territory. Yeah, it's 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 very close to the sun. Mm-hmm. Very close. <laughs> a yeah. little too close. Yeah, I was actually my wife was uh watching the Notre Dame game and also their coach is a very attractive guy. Uh she's she's I think she's a Notre Dame fan now because of Sam Hartman and the coach. She's like, I could watch more of these Notre Dame games. So I was like, oh my God, here we go. <laughs> So that was pretty good. Um, the other game that I thought would be a big one was Clemson and Florida State. Florida State was at Clemson. I thought this was a really weird spread. They were only giving Florida State two and a half points. And you're talking about a Florida State team that's number four in the nation and a Clemson team that has not looked very good. Clemson should have won this game. They they had an opportunity to win this game. They missed a field goal uh, in the final minute. Um, and it ended up going to overtime. And then Florida State won in overtime. So... Uh, I got that game wrong on the call, but I really, I was right in that Clemson had an opportunity to win that game. Um, I think Clemson has a running back. That's really interesting. Will Shipley, uh, kind of a, I I think what he could be really good for in fantasy is he's kind of the receiving back move all around the field. He can line up wide, um, kind of Kyron Williams, but maybe with some more speed, you know, we'll have to see. Okay. Um, Now, Jesse, I haven't watched. So, my childhood, Florida State was always good, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. They were fun to watch. Um, do they still though do the? Uh, oh or yeah, did that get oh, canceled yeah. out? I wasn't sure no. if that would like that would that would go all like red skin. They out, tried, like, but uh, they got out Florida. Oh, okay. they, they oh, live in is, Florida, Florida, so yeah, <laughs> that's never going away. They, they're like, we don't accept woke here. Mm-hmm. I gotcha. Well, and I think the other thing, this is how I feel about it. Okay, Redskin, that's that's like a derogatory term. Yeah, or, I, or, I, or, I, or Indian, like even the term Indian, right? So Cleveland Indians, yeah. they change. A Seminole is a tribe. You're like yeah. you're like honoring a tribe that was native to that area. Um, you know, Chief Osceola, who's like their mascot, is was an actual person, like it, you know, I, I don't think it, I think it's totally different. So oh, I, 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 when, when woke culture tried to cancel them, I thought that was really stupid. Um, I'm still a little bit mad about the, the fighting Sioux, you know, the North Dakota fighting yeah. Sioux, they had to turn into something else because I'm like, you're, you're, you're honoring like the Sioux were native to North Dakota. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, no, I, I, I agree. It's, it's, you know, and now I, I've heard they're trying to bring Redskins back now to the NFL. Oh geez. Well, don't yeah. that, that one is like, that's, that's a, like a derogatory term. No, no, so I, I, I don't I'm not saying works. they should, but, um, I'm just saying, yeah, no, I'm glad Seminole. It's not, there were people trying to cancel it. I thought it was silly. Um, I agree. All right. Uh, RCU buffs went to Oregon and got their asses handed to them. And uh, moving 40, on 42 to six. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it was not that close. It, it this, mm-hmm. this game got out of hand. It was fast. worse than that. Oh, it, 42. It was, I mean, what was it at halftime? What's 13 plus 22? You guys do the math there. 40, 45, 40, or wait, no, 35, zero at halftime. Well, you know what? They were probably still hung over from the game that went till one in the morning. Yeah. Just six days earlier. Good Lord. 
something could have been Bo Nix. Uh, you know, he's got to be on your Heisman ballots. He's got to be as a, a consideration for a, a top draft pick at this point. He just really looks the part. Um, and, and I'm not just saying that because of the visor and the sleeve and everything. No, else. that has a lot to do with it. it. <laughs> People, this has a ton to do with it. Don't let him fool you. But you, Jesse, have been on Bo Nix for a while. You were fighting trolls last year talking good about Bo Nix and people were not having it. And maybe, uh, you know, maybe, you know, a few things. I, you know, I just think he looks really good. He's just, he's one of those guys. This is going to start happening. Are you talking, a lot. Is this face, are you talking face test or just the play, like his play? You can have Casey. Casey's the you face test guy. Yep. I, I can I'll, only I'll let give, you know. I can only give like just uh, passing glances at face tests. I, <laughs> It's it's like saying that uh, you know I'm I'm as good at fantasy as you, Stephen. Like okay, you, I gotcha. Casey that, that's owns his, the face. That's test. his world. I gotcha. That's his world. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Uh, sorry, sorry, Jesse. He is he is not passing the face test. <laughs> he's not. <laughs> he's no. he kind of looks like he kind of looks like Zach Wilson. I think he's going to be a little bit of a face chameleon or a, a two face. I think he's <laughs> I could, he's got like a, quite a what? few things going on. You'll look at one picture and he looks one way, and then yeah. Well, you know what? He fits perfectly with the Oregon theme because like every jersey is like completely different too. Right. You know, like right. every picture of him, it looks like he's playing for a different team. Uh, then we had the other game that I thought would be fun was the Washington State, Oregon State team. Those are two teams that don't have a conference next year because of the um, the Pac-12 folding up, which I think is really sad. I thought the Oregon State Beavers would go into Washington State and win this game. And uh, Stephen, what was your... You had a new commandment when we were on the other pod earlier this week. We were talking about you will never bet again, or is it was it James Connor that you will yeah. never put James Connor? I will never bet against the Washington State Cougars. I okay. I am literally I think I'm zero for four. If you add up uh, bets I made last year, bets I've made this year, you just don't bet against the Washington Cougars. Washington State, mm. they just never do it. You know, who um, used to do that. Uh, uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick. I, every time I'd bet against him, he would he would uh, burn me. And then every time mm-hmm. I tried to like use him, whether it was like for fantasy or something, he'd burn me again. So yeah, sometimes pe- they just have it out for you. Joe Milton, the Tennessee quarterback, uh, he had one of those highlight runs kind of looking like Anthony Richardson, like pulling away from people. And I feel like people are going to get excited about him because it's kind of the Anthony Richardson thing. He's going to throw the ball out of the stadium. He's going to come in and run fast times. Uh, but I don't know. He did it against middle or against, sorry, against UTSA. Um, UTSA is a good football team. They're not bad. They're, they're in the conference or in their, they're in the American athletic conference now, but still it like he, he looked terrible against the Florida Gators last week. So I think it just depends. What's your question? That's, that's Utsa for short. Yeah. Utsa. I'm going to, I'm going to have to ask, can you give me a mascot? Cause I, no, you have to guess. Well, let me let me tell you where it's at. I, that's why I'm raising my hand. I want to know who it's that, the, the University of Texas San Antonio. Um, oh, I think I know this one. You think you know? This is one? that is that where Nick went to college? Case? I think it might be. <laughs> uh, uh, San Marcos is that San Marcos? No, I'm going to guess the armadillos. That, that's not a bad guess, actually, for that area. Casey, you got I, a guess? Yeah. I think they're the miners, aren't they? Oh no, close though. That's UTEP. Oh, oh God, El Paso. Paso. Okay, is that yep. an idiot? Yep. <laughs> 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 uh, 
they're the road they're the, they're the road runners oh, oh that's why they suck <laughs> no they're actually not a bad team and and uh, i just think it's a little buyer beware beware with joe milton um i and then uh i sent casey this highlight actually i think i sent it to you steven but you didn't respond you got to check out Ricky Pearsall's catch for the Florida Gators. It's one of the best OBJ looking catches mm. I've ever seen. Not only does he do like an OBJ type catch, but he gets lit up. You know, OBJ Ooh. caught it and then like fell out of bounds. This guy caught it yeah. and then had two guys light him up and he just bounced up right afterwards. So uh, if you haven't seen Ricky Pearsall catching Florida catch, make sure you check that out. I want to try then, these new wide receiver gloves on to see if I can do the I, same. I know. I just, <laughs> I just bought Kiefer some wide receiver gloves, and I was like, man, these are not the wide receiver gloves of my childhood. Yeah, they're pretty unreal. Um, other players that popped off this week, Brock Bowers, who we know about, Blake Corum, who may be my top running back. I'm much higher on him than a lot of other uh, analysts. And Caleb Williams has just been unbelievable. He looked amazing again beating Arizona state 42 to 28. Um, Michael Penix jr. Good Lord. He's has an entire season of stats in four games. Their team. It's like the Miami dolphins. They are just touchdown, touchdown, touchdown. They beat Washington 59 to 32. Um, and it wasn't that close. LSU Malik neighbors is a, a, a wide receiver that I wasn't super, um, that I didn't know a ton about heading into the season and I saw him popping up on lists, but I just hadn't got a chance to watch him very much. He's unreal. I really like him. Malik neighbors from LSU. This is not a, uh, booty situation. This guy is really good. Eight catches, 130 yards and two touchdowns in a really close win over, over Arkansas. And he was kind of the difference. So he's legit. He's riding, rising up my rankings for sure. Um, and Michael yeah. Penix Jr. He was good last year too, right? Yeah, he's looked really good for a while. He transferred over from Indiana, uh, left-handed, and just that offense looks really, really good. Um, Jesse, does that do anything for you in your evaluation, left left-handed quarterback? I don't know, but I, I'll tell you something that does do something for my evaluation. I have always hated Matt Leinart. <laughs> It's just like a thing. I don't. I don't know, Casey. Do you like Matt Leiner? I don't. No, there's some representation going. of all left-handed quarterbacks. No, no, no. I, there's more to the story, though. So, so here's. Okay. I've like. I've like so, always. Something about his face. I just want to plant yeah. one. It's <laughs> very punchable face. Uh, but he did a he did a post. He did an Instagram post, and I don't think I follow him, but I think he just comes up in my feed because I like so much college football. Shocking. Stuff. Yeah. 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 But he did a post about his top five left-handed quarterbacks. And I was watching it the whole time just going, this douche is going to make himself number one. I, knew I, know, I know he's going to do it. You know, I watched the entire – he didn't put himself on there. Oh, wow. I can't, though. That's because – you know what? He, I guarantee it was on there. And then he had somebody <laughs> else – somebody else, like, like, looked at the list. You know, kind of like how a president – you know, they, they – they, they get a speech ready for him, you know, and then they, they go uh-huh. back and they, they make tweaks. There was some tweaks made where I was like, that listen, could have been. we listen, you know, his like handler was like, listen, we agree. We agree. Could with have you. been. You're could definitely top five. You well, don't even so need had, to say it. So he had Tua on there, which makes a lot of sense. He had Kellen Moore on there, which you guys know as an offensive coordinator, but I know him mm-hmm. as one of the winningest quarterbacks in college football history at Boise state left-handed. And then he had Tebow number one, which is, he is the number one left-handed college quarterback of all time. I know. Oh, they're talking he didn't, college. 
Yeah, he didn't pan out in the NFL. I know, I know that, but no, wait, wasn't Vic left-handed? Vic was. And Michael Vic. Vic Michael Vic was his number two. So I think it went Tebow, Vic, Kellen Moore, Tua, and man, I can't remember the other one. Can you remember any other left-handed quarterbacks? Steve, Steve Young. That's what I was thinking. Yeah, that's kind of what I was thinking, but I don't think it was Steve Young. I think he named somebody else. But anyway, mm. uh, moving on to next week with the college football scoreboard coming up. We actually have a really big Friday night game. Uh, number 10, Utah is at number 19, Oregon State. I think this could be a really fun game to watch. Utah still doesn't have their starting quarterback, um, but the line is is actually... Oh, they actually have Oregon State favored by three, so it must be the home field advantage. I just uh, Utah is another team I like never bet against. I I just never bet <laughs> against that team. <laughs> Jesse, um, that's the story I always tell. Where uh, Jamie's cousin was visiting, mm-hmm. and it was uh, USC versus Utah last year, and he wanted to bet use USC to cover, and I texted you, and you went no bet. Yep, no. And, and yep. then I I told him he goes, huh? He goes, don't bet against Utah. And then we're watching the game and Utah ends up beating them. And I go, good thing you didn't bet on that. And he goes, nah, I, I, I did. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, why? And he goes, I wanted some action. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I didn't trust your friend, you know? Yeah. So. yeah. Uh, another big game, 130 on ABC. Kansas is at Nebraska. Number 24, Kansas undefeated. Number three, Texas. That's a huge game. Uh, I think Devin Neal is probably my favorite sleeper running back for Kansas. And then you could also watch Quinn Ewers and Xavier Worthy, the quarterback wide receiver combination at Texas that also um, are, are two, two guys that pop up on drafts all the time. Uh, right now they're giving Texas 17 points. I'm taking those 17 points in Kansas then because I feel like this will be a pretty tight game. Kansas is really well coached. Um, Texas is really good this year, but I think that I think that Kansas can keep that game close. So I think I'm going to go with I'm going to ride with Devin Neal and the uh, Kansas Jayhawks there. Number 13 LSU is at number 20 Ole Miss. Um, number 20 Ole Miss kind of came back down to to earth. They lost to Alabama pretty bad this last week. Uh, LSU is favored by three. I don't really know where I'd go with that, but I think I think LSU is probably the better team. I think you could go you could go with with those three and probably win it. Um, Notre Dame is, has another big game. Actually, they're going number 11. Notre Dame is at number 17 Duke. It is a, it is crazy world that I don't know if you guys are noticing a theme, but I'm mentioning a lot of basketball schools right now. (laughs) Yeah. Um, yeah, that are, that are all in in the top 25 right now. So, um, Duke is really good. Riley Leonard is another one of these guys that, you know, everybody like everybody says first round quarterback. That's just what they like to mention. But, you know, when you got Sam Hartman and Riley Leonard in the same game, that could be worth watching um, just to see what happens there. That one's 530 on ABC. And I think that might do it for all of our ranked on ranked matchups. Um, again, just keeping an eye on Michael Penix Jr.'s Heisman campaign. Um, JJ McCarthy at Michigan, the quarterback from Michigan, is also a very interesting player. So, you know, you could watch Michigan at just dismantle Nebraska. Um, Michigan is favored by 18. I'd probably take, uh, I'd, I'd give Nebraska 18 points. I, I bet Michigan just beats them like 42 to 10 or something. So Jeez. those are, those are JJ McCarthy, Blake Corn, Roman Wilson. All those guys are going to be draft eligible this next year. So 
we'll keep an eye on those guys as well. Yeah. All right, guys. I think that's it for the college football update this week. Um, make sure to keep following. And then Steven and I will jump on on Friday to do some start sit advice. We call it the flex. And yeah, you guys have a great week. Thanks, Jason. Peace.